Grand rising, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life of Lala, Season 2, Waking Up in Houston, Texas. Okay, let's get right on into it. As y'all can tell by the title of this podcast, I'm talking about my songs, uh, my freaking songs, and... Before I get into anything and talking to anything, I did want to just take a moment to just thank everyone for streaming my music, because what? (laughs) If you would have told me when I was about 10 years old that I would actually really be doing this shit, I would be so fucking happy, so fucking happy. Um, I always knew I had it in me. I always knew that I would be a performer, that I would be an artist, that I would be a musician. Music has always been my life. Music, since I was a young age, that was just how, it's, it's like music was the only way I knew expression and what I was feeling and what I was going through and how I felt. It was the only way I could reason. And so being able to write my own songs and then produce my own songs and then put them out there for your ears, my ears, and everyone's ears, my family, my mom's, knowing that, you know, I make sexual songs, my parents might not like them, and they still, like, support my music. It's it's a beautiful thing. It's still a beautiful thing. Um, I fucking love it, and, and, and I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm genuinely excited to um, really, my music, for my music to go global and be heard all around the world and, and, and countries and towns and places that I've never, ever thought it would be heard. Um, so yeah, I'm really just looking forward to that experience. Um, but yeah, so without further ado, we're going to get into it. So the very first song that you'll find on my SoundCloud which if you guys would be as so kind as to go to sound, go to the app store right now, whether it's Google Play or the app store on iPhone, go to SoundCloud, download SoundCloud, sign up and literally um, search up Thunderbird or search up one of my songs. And yeah, like literally listen to my songs and, and tell me, you know, give some feedback. Let me know what you think, your thoughts or anything like that. But um, the f- very first song that I ever did on my own, and I actually, di- I didn't even write, it was a freestyle, and then, and then after that, I went into the booth, and I was like, okay, let me, let me, uh, let me, let me, let me try to do something with it, um, so yeah, we have You Bitches, so You Bitches was, um, let me see if I, yeah, okay, there you go, so we're gonna go ahead and do it kind of like how Genius does their, um, you know, they're artists. So it goes, I try to tell these hoes they ain't on my level. Oh, I try to tell these hoes they ain't on my level. Oh, see when you down, they loving, but when you up, they running. And I don't see the point in keeping you hoes around. Okay, so that one, I was feeling some type of way. I was definitely feeling some type of way. I was upset. 
Um, I was having these fallouts with people that I really cared about, and it was really tearing me up. And it was at a time when I came up, like my business blew up, I'm rich now, I have all this fucking money, and I have like no fucking friends, I can't, like nothing, and just myself, which I don't really need to spend my money on my friends, but it just sucks because you know how like when you actually have money to do shit and go out and fucking live your life, <laughs> you ain't got nobody to go with. Like that shit is weak and whack. But... um. That's why I was like, see, when you down, they loving. Because when I was down and I ain't had no money, bitches was over here acting all nice, sweet, helpful, caring, and all that stuff, like, helpful. And then when I made it, when, I, when my business blew up, I had nobody. Like, they're running. They all gone. They gone. Um, and so that's why I was like, I don't really see the point in, like, keeping friends and being friends with people sometimes. Like, I really just don't see the point. Um, so, yeah. You bitches wanna be on my level, my level, my level, yeah, 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 yeah. You want the money that I be holding, you the devil, yo, you the devil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miserable bitches like to hurt bitches, and you miserable niggas like to chase bitches. But I won't do no chasing, and I won't be saying nothing to you bitches, who always got the problem with the real bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to, I felt like I had seen maybe like a meme or something like that was like miserable people hurt people. And, and, and so I kind of just put my own little twist on it. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, I was just kind of like, you know, you bitches want to be on my level. Um, and you guys want the money that I'm holding. And I felt like people were using me for the money that I had. You know, and I felt like, you know, those people were evil, like the devil. And so, yeah, I was like, miserable bitches like to hurt bitches and you miserable niggas like to chase bitches. And that was the truth, because I knew some miserable niggas who was still chasing baby mamas and still chasing extra hoes on the side. Like, what is your problem? Like, why you why you like that? Miser I feel like miserable niggas don't know how to act and miserable bitches don't know how to act either. Like, they really don't. They push everything away. They trip on every little thing. They see and read too deeply into shit that ain't even really there. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. I think you need some help. I think you need to find yourself, yeah. Don't you come to me talking all that shit. You just my company, bitch, yeah. And then, so, yeah. That's when I was kind of like, I was on my self-help journey. And I've been going to therapy. And I had been really seeking help for myself. And so, I was like, you know. I think you need some help and I really think you need to find yourself because you're miserable and you don't even see it. You don't see how your trauma and shit like that is really affecting and pushing away people that genuinely care about you and have good intentions at heart um, and definitely act on those good intentions. Sorry if I'm if the, the noises I'm making with my nose is weird. You already know when I be on my podcast, for some reason, my whole entire freaking functioning system wants to get all clogged and. So I have to like freaking swallow a bunch and like literally snort a lot. Like, so excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, I wish I had clear freaking <laughs> some clear nose right now. But yeah, so <clears throat> so I step on you hoes. I had a bitch who said she wanted my style. Then she turned around and said a bitch is broke. Now I'm rich, yeah. These bitches is mad. I had a bitch who was just helping me out. But once I made it, she just upped and dipped out. I don't got no love for you bitches. 
Or I think it's, I don't got no time for you bitches. I don't got no love for you bitches. I put the lyrics different and then set them differently. But anyways, um, so yeah, I was feeling like, you know, real cocky. I step on you hoes, period. Um, and I was like, sorry, I lost track of where I was at. I, uh, oh yeah, I had a bitch who said she wanted my style. Then she turned around and said the bitch is broke. I was friends with this one girl who literally used to go shopping and come back with clothes that I literally would be like very similar, if not down near the same clothes that I was wearing. And then when things didn't work out between us, she was calling me a broke bitch and this and this and that. Like, you're weird. You're weird because you're broke, too. Like, you were broke, too. And to call me a broke bitch, yeah, you're weird. Um, and then I was like, you know, now I'm rich. And because my business blew up, like, what's up? Now I'm rich now. So what's up, bitch? Like, <laughs> you know, now I'm rich. So what was you saying? What, what was that about being broke, bitch? Um, so... Yeah, um, after that, I was like, oh, yeah, I had a bitch that was just helping me out. But once I made it, she just up and dipped out. I'm not going to go too deep into detail on that one because um, I do want to let bygones be bygones. But at the time, I was really hurt um, about what had happened. And I felt like it was jealousy. Like once I made it, she just was like unhappy or something like her business didn't make it. And so then she kind of just threw me to the side type shit. Um so yeah, um, oh yeah, the money too busy coming to me, and you bitches are so mad, so mad, and I'm just gonna keep doing what I do best, step on you bitches next, yeah, yeah, I'm stunting, I'm stepping, I'm coming out on you bitches real heavy, yeah. You gon' need some protection. I'm gon' catch your ass slipping. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you dead to me, bitch. You so dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, keep hating you weak ass bitches. Yeah, uh. So yeah, that one was. You know, I'm stunting, I'm stepping, I'm coming out, basically, basically saying, oh, basically, basically. I was saying that, like, I'm famous now, I'm blown up, I'm coming out, I'm stepping on y'all, I'm stunting, I'm, it's real heavy. And you're gonna, if you're going to fuck with me, you need to watch your back, because I'm going to catch your ass slipping too. And then I had to definitely put some Cali Uchis, uh, sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but I love the girl, period, okay? Love her music. But um, her song, You're Dead to Me. Sorry, I can't say I can't sing right now, but you're dead to me. That one. I don't know what you've been told. See, I am not your enemy. Oh, oh, oh. But yeah, that one. Um, if you ain't know that song, bitch, go listen to that right now. Cause that song is busting. Um, but yeah, that was the first song that I ever put out. And that was back in like 20, it was a long, long time ago. Back um in 2020, I remember it was towards the end, I would, I want to say, um, so yeah, and then I went and put it into the studio, and mix and mastered that, just to see what that would sound like, my first mix and master song was You Bitches, so the next song on the Thunderbird EP is, matter of fact, let me go to the SoundCloud, so I could see exactly how it goes, and oh yeah, it's casual, casual, woo, that's everybody's favorite, okay, casual, 
Okay, let's get it today. Let's get it today. Let's get it today. So, um, so casual. Let me get my journal because I remember writing this down and it's really good. I think I'm going to keep doing it all like this. It took 11 minutes to even say that one first song. I might go faster, might not sing it um, so that I can, yeah. So I have bought this songbook for myself and I remember I was like, okay, strictly song, strictly music. This is strictly a song book. No journal entries, nothing. I have to write songs only. So <clears throat> one day... Um, I had some amazing sex, Woo! some amazing car sex. I remember at the, t at the time I had just got out of a relationship and I remember wanting to have like, before I left that relationship, I remember I wanted to have like um, car sex with my ex, but we never got around to it because like the sex wasn't really hitting the way it was for me because I was falling out of love. So I wasn't really into it like I should have been. <clears throat> but so yeah, I had met this guy and man, he was... He was still short, but he was buff and the dick was long. TMI, y'all, but it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. And it was like the first like big, long, you know, eggplant that I've ever had. So um, <laughs> I was definitely very much involved. Um, so then, but I knew that it wasn't, we weren't dating and it wasn't for like to date, but it was casual. So then I remember coming into the bathroom and I was like, it's just casual. And I was like, oh, and so then I got to my journal and I was like, it's just casual. I like it when I feel your skin because it just sets me off. Nuclear reaction, please, baby, just take it off. So <clears throat> I tried, like, I was basically saying, like, I really did like feeling his skin. His skin was soft um, and it was really making me like, it was really turning me on. And I felt like when we, like whenever we were skin to skin touching and stuff, it was like a reaction in my body that just, woo, child. <laughs> but yeah, then I was like, please, baby, just take it off. Like there was times where I was just like, baby, let's do it right here, okay? In front of all these people, in front of all these people. But yeah, um, but yeah, I was like, it's the way you bite your lip. Said, baby, won't you hit that switch? Man, you just turned me on, turned me on. Yeah. So he would always bite his lip. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know what it is about a nigga biting his lip, but it's a lot. Um, and I said, baby, won't you hit that switch? I'm just saying, like, you know, turn off the lights, turn them off, baby. Let's get it done. I was like, you just turned me on. Basically, I'm fiending for it. I want it right now. And so then I get into the rap. This is the first time I ever put a little rap together. I tried my best, y'all. So I was like, you ain't even gotta do a lot. It's the thought of how you fuck on me that's making me hot. Got me feeling like a bitch really hit the jackpot. How you know that that there is my spot. So it's crazy too, because I wrote this shit like straight, like straight up. I ain't had no mistakes, nothing at all. So yeah, yeah, you ain't gotta do a lot because I'm already pretty much already ready to go. <laughs> Just looking at you. It's the thought of how it was the thought of how you were fucking on me the other day that's already got me hot today. Like I'm I'm ready. Um, it said, it was like, got me feeling like a bitch really hit the jackpot because the nigga know how, what he's doing. He's hitting it right. Okay. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, it was like, how you know that, that there is my spot, you know, you know, the vibes, you know, the vibes. Okay. Um, 
So I was, it was like, got the windows tinted just to make sure we don't get caught. Got the car hella hot, call that shit a hot box. And when he asks me what we are, I could really say a lot, but it's just casual. Woo! That shit is amazing. Um, so yeah, I was like, you know, you know, you know how you got the windows tinted. You can't be having no sex and no, and no car sex and no damn <laughs> untinted car. That's scary. Um, unless you just really like, don't give a fuck or it's like late at night, nobody's around. Um, but yeah, you know, got the car hella hot, kind of shit a hot box, because you already know the vibes, and you know, when it gets steamy, it, get, it really do get steamy, y'all, I thought that shit was really just in the movies, nah, my nigga, we had the windows <laughs> sweating, bro, <laughs> but, um, and then when he, like, basically, when he asks me what we are, I could really say a lot, but it's just casual, um, so yeah, then, um, goes into the course again, and then the second verse is, I just find it crazy. He fucked me so good, I'm kinda hazy. Had me come so quick and it's amazing. Thank God I don't wanna have no babies. So, growing up as a young woman, I used to think that you could not come like very fast, but y'all, I don't know how I do it, but some reason I be coming, okay? Like, I can, <laughs> I can go rounds though, but I come fast. Um, TMI, y'all, I know, but hey, you know, whoever might be listening to this with the future fans, I'm just keeping it real. Shit. Um, but yeah, I pretty much do that pretty much fast as fuck. And I'd be like, shook. I'd be like, damn, like, but it's amazing at the same time because it feels so good, you know? That's why I was like, it's kind of, I, I'm, I find it crazy. I'm kind of hazy. Um, and then I was like, thank God I don't want to have no babies because, you know, I got that birth control. I said, there's nothing like the feeling of you. You be drilling it in like a screw. Turn around, said, I hope you like the view. He said he want me, but I don't want no boo. So basically, that's me on my cat, my player shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, he wants me, but obviously I don't want to commit. I just like the dick, and I'm trying to get the fuck up out of here. So yeah, that is casual. And yeah, I'm ex- I, I love casual. That was my first little song. Um, my second song, I wrote... So I wrote this song off the backs of my breakup. I remember um, really feeling the weight of it, and I just didn't know how to explain how I felt. And I knew that music is the the, the language that it's like the language, my first language, the first language I feel like I've ever known. So I only knew how to put it into lyrics. And so, yeah, this is blues. Um, Let's see. Sorry, I'm writing down the time frames. All right, so blues. Remember when we first met? It's a feeling I'll never forget. Wish we could just go back. All right. So basically, I'm going back to 2017 when I first met my ex. And I was like, it was a feeling I never forget. Like, I never forgot how we met, how he came to me, how I seen him the first time I laid eyes on him. I never forgot those things. And I just, I was like, I wish we could just go back and just do it all over again. You know, I would do it all over again. Um, And then I was like, now it's three years later and I'm feeling like there is a chance that this wasn't made to last. So basically, it's like 
years later and basically yeah i'm feeling like there's a chance that this, this shit wasn't supposed to be going on this long like this wasn't made to be a forever thing which sucks <clears throat> so then i go into the hood but it's you you're the one that i adore you're the one who makes it more precious and affectious oh, oh. um and I was like, but it's you. You're the one who loves me more. I can't believe that I'm unsure, reckless, and restless. Um, so yeah, as you could tell, um, I, love, I, I loved him. He, I adored him. And he made life so precious and affectious. And he was really caring and genuine. Um, but I knew that he loves me more. I knew he, that he loved me more. And I, and I couldn't believe that I was unsure. I was unsure. I was so unsure of whether or not I wanted to be with him. Like, I couldn't believe that this is what I'm going through right now. Like, this is something that I'm contemplating. I never thought I'd had to contemplate that. So, yeah. And I needed to tell him that how I was feeling. So I go into the next verse, and I was like, I hate to put this on you when we're in so deep, but I don't think I love you like you love me. Um, the more you try, the more I pull away. Um, part of me wants to stay. The other just runs away, and it hurts you, babe. So basically, yeah, I had to confront it and I hated that I had to do this because we were so, we had been lasting so long in the relationship and I just didn't think that I loved him the same. Like, I don't think I loved him the same way he loved me and I was seeing that very clearly, very evidently and it was hurting me. And the more he would try, the more I would tell him that, you know, something was wrong, the more he would try, the more I would pull away. And part of me wanted to stay. Part of me really wanted it to continue to be. But the other just wouldn't. And it hurt him. I knew it did. Um, so then, yeah, go back into the chorus. But it's you. You're the one that I adore. You're the one who makes it more precious and affectious. You're the one who loves me more. I can't believe that I'm unsure, reckless, and restless. Oh. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, then there goes the other, another verse. It's like, why can't I love you? Why can't I love you how I want to? Why does my heart just not want you? I try, I do, but this is the end of me and you. So basically that was it. Like I just don't, I'm battling with myself. Like why can't I just love you how, you know, how I want to? Why does my heart just not want you? Like what's going on here? I tried and I did, but this is the end, you know? So yeah, that was blues. Um, really sad song it was really hard to write really hard to write really really difficult to put together so the next song fuck a leo fuck a fucking leo <laughs> oh let's see where i wrote that one up <clears throat> oh yeah there it goes all right so fuck a leo backstory backstory um so I had been, I had got onto this dating app. It was called Hinge. We already know how the commercial goes. The dating app designed to be deleted. Um, so yeah, I had got onto Hinge and, you know, I was, you know, scoping it out and I had seen this guy and, you know, I'm just, at this point, I'm just trying to open my doors to whatever, you know, whatever love comes to me because I love myself, it comes. But baby, I needed more self-work, okay? Self-love work, sorry. Um, but yeah, um, so I met this guy, we're going to call him Bill. So I met Bill on Hinge and Bill, the, what caught my attention, I'm not even lying, I was on some gold digger, playing ass, I just want some money type shit. So I hit him up because he had money. 
Um, he was showing it in his photos, and I was like, okay, yeah, 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 he got stacks, okay. I knew he was either pushing or he genuinely, no, he did not look like he was not doing anything other than trapping or selling bitches. I don't know which one, but he was doing whichever. I don't know. So, yeah, he was like a Leo. I found out he was a Leo, and I was talking to him. I was like, ew, like, Jesus, this is how Leos are? Like, this is how Leos are? <laughs> just so absorbed and so self-absorbed it's like ew it's disgusting um so yeah he was he was just talking a lot about himself and a lot about well just just you know pretty much leading the whole story so it's like you on the phone and you you know that moment where you're talking to somebody on the phone they're just doing all the talking and then you just start to kind of tune out but then you tune back in you tune out and you tune back in yeah it was one of those moments I was <laughs> But anyways, long story short, things did not work out between him. He was talking to me a little crazy, and, and I was like, if this nigga's talking to me like this now, how are he going to be treating me when I meet him later on? And he thought he was that nigga. He was a white dude that felt all, he felt validated in calling and saying the N-word. And I was like, yeah, this ain't going to work, okay? So yeah, fuck a Leo. Think that dime gone. <laughs> Think that I'm gonna stick around like I'm some little bitch. Think that, oh yeah, think that, hold on, hold on. Okay, think that I'm gonna stick around like I'm some little bitch. Think that I'm gonna stick around while you keep talking shit. Think that I'm gonna take this call so you can cuss me out. Nigga, you better learn how to watch your fucking mouth. <clears throat> so yeah, um, basically like he thought I was some little bitch period not even I don't think he even respected me period um and he was talking a lot of shit and I didn't like it and he was kind of cussing at me and I was like you better learn how to watch your fucking mouth because guess what I ain't got no time these niggas are on my line telling me I am fine baby I'm a dime wait till you just see and wait till you can see this pussy's real pretty I'll put it on your teeth um which basically, I was basically saying, like, bitch, I'm a pretty ass girl. Like, and that shit's gonna be, like, all in your face with it. Like, I know how it sounds, pussy on your teeth, that means you're gonna eat my pussy or some shit like that. But no, I meant, like, this pussy, like, this, because you see me as just pussy, right? Well, this pussy right here, oh, she's real pretty, okay? So she gonna shine, baby, and it's gonna be all in your face. Um, you, the way I'm about to be shining and shit like that, it's gonna be all up in your face. So you ain't even gonna be able to ignore it. And so, yeah, think that I'm gon' think that I'm gon' stick around while you keep talking shit. Think that I'm some little bitch. Think that I'm gon' deserve. I think I deserve better. I think that I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, he thought I was gonna like leave him and just like you know leave him or whatever. But I'm just kind of like you know I do think I do deserve better. So I think I might have to just do that, like, <laughs> cause you're not gonna do that for me. Um, so it was like, think that I'm going to stick around cause you think I'm the sh cause you think you the shit. Um, nigga, won't you turn around and suck a fucking dick? I ain't got no time for these niggas with this wine. Keep on talking shit and I'm going to show you how to cry. Um, which basically like you really like, like you could go suck a fucking dick, nigga. I don't give a fuck about you. I got this wine in my hand and I'm feeling mad fucking ruthless cutthroat right now. Um, keep on talking shit and I'm going to show you how to cry. Basically. I'm saying, like, keep talking shit, I'm going to hurt your feelings. <laughs> keep on. 
Um, and I was like, don't you think that bitches is really yours to fuck? And I'm basically saying, like, don't you think these bitches is yours to fuck, my nigga? They not. They not. <laughs> um, don't you think you run bitches because you made some bucks? Because he said he was a pimp. So I was like, oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I was like, nigga, you keep talking shit like you really that nigga. Because he kept saying, you know, the N-word. And I was like, I'm going to have to show you put that nigga in a pen. Basically, I want to show you, my nigga, because I know some real, I know some east side niggas and they love to bang. I know some west side niggas and they do the same thing, my nigga. So what's going on? And so, yeah, they'll go back to the thing. I ain't got no time. You want to bang my line, trying to gas me up, um, trying to shift the lines. Um, when you see me stunt, you know I'm on your mind. Wait, double tap that pick. Wait, double tap that dick. Um, Basically, I'm saying, like, um, you trying to basically blow up my phone and gas me up, get me all mad, then blame shift, make gaslight me and shit like that. So when, when you see me stunt in the future, I'm definitely going to be on your mind real heavy. You probably be like, damn, I knew this girl. I knew this girl. No, nigga, you didn't. Um, and that's why I was like, wait, double tap that picture because, you know, you're going to go to my Instagram. And I'm like, wait, double tap that pic while you're here, baby. Or matter of fact, go wax on and wax the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? On some Nicki Minaj shit. And then, yeah. So that is Fuck a Leo. Now the next song, let's see what the next song is. I'm gonna do one more song. Ooh, Shoulda Never Fallen For You. So Shoulda Never Fallen For You. Ooh. So fast forward, um, I'm, I started to date this guy. Not date, I started to fuck around with this guy. And I should have known it was just sex in the beginning because it was really just sex. And I don't know what I was thinking. I thought, okay, he took me on a little date. But that same day we went on that date, we had sex. I'm thinking, okay, he took me on a date. That means he wants something more. No, he took me on a date to get to the sex. He was trying to get me drunk, knew that I was going to fuck around and definitely do some reckless shit when I'm drunk because I already knew. I just know myself too. So let's see. Where is it at? Oh, yeah, there it is. Should have never fallen for you. All right. This song is my favorite. I love it so much. I can't wait to, for y'all to hear the mix and mastered version of this one. It is so beautiful. If you think that the, the regular, regular one on my SoundCloud is beautiful, the mix and mastered version is so beautiful. Um, so, yeah. Basically, I was realizing that I should never fallen for this person. I just should have never fallen. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Um, so yeah, I opened up my eyes and you weren't there. Makes me really wonder what I'm doing here. You told me that you love me, but it's clear to me. The loving that you're giving ain't meant for me. And I know I should go, let you go. But I'm holding on to what we had. And letting go just makes me sad. But I'm sure this is real, I can feel. You gentle stare from across the room. Why did you let go so soon? I... All right. So <clears throat> I opened up my eyes and you weren't there. Basically, I'm waking up from the illusion. And then it makes me really wonder, like, what am I doing here? Like, what am I doing in this sad illusion? What am I doing here in this illusion that's not real? You t he told me that he loved me. Like, I remember he told me he loved me in a text message. In, in a text message, y'all. Ew. And I settled for that. And I was like, you know, I was like, you told me that you love me, but it's clear to me the loving that you're giving isn't meant for me. Basically, the love that you have and you're giving is not really here for me. It's still sort for somebody else. And you're covering it up with sex or something. 
Um, and I was like, and I know I should let you go, but I'm holding on to what we had and letting go just makes me sad. Basically, I'm reminiscing, Hella. I'm living in the past. I'm not living in the present. I'm not, and I'm not, it's hard for me to let go because I'm holding on to just those memories, those sweet, good memories. And they were looking back, they're like, ill, not good memories. But anyways, I was really into it. Um, and I was like, but I'm sure I could feel, this is real. I can feel your gentle stare from across the room. Why did you let go so soon? So... I could feel like that he actually loved me when he would kiss me. Um, and then every time we, I would go out, we would be perfectly across from each other every single time. It still never fails. And it, it makes me feel like it's really on some like he is really like one of my soulmates because like he we still be like perfectly across the room from each other. We always end up I always end up seeing him like right across from me or something. It's weird. Um, but yeah. So then here goes the chorus. Shouldn't ever fallen for ya. I didn't want to fall for ya. I would have gave my all for ya. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I should have never fallen for you. I would have gave him my all for you. I really would have put in that work. I would have really done it. I really would have gotten my bag. I would have really pushed hard and went hard, not just for you, but for me, you know, just to really feel good about being with you and being myself with you. Um... <clears throat> I know life is complicated. Well, let me make it easy for you. I didn't want to fall for you, but I'm down, 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 down. Um, so, yeah, that was the first chorus part. Um, which, you know, that's just self-explanatory. Um, so, yeah. Everything you said wasn't new to me. I heard it all before, liked your company. Wish you would have stayed there right by me. Can't blame you for my expectations killing me. So, so my expectations were when you give a guy pussy, he's supposed to like somehow commit to you. He's supposed to take you more seriously, put a little bit more respect on your name, be more respectful in person, in public, whatever. Girl, everything he said wasn't even new, but I just liked his company and I'm over here. <coughs> Saying, I wish you would have stayed there right by me. Like, what the heck? Why, girl? Why? So, so it was like, so here I go, letting go, cause I know what's meant for me will be right here. And cause you're gone, I see it clear. Oh, this ain't fair. Wish you cared, you don't care. And the suspense is killing me. Waiting till you see you're meant for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what that was. I said, oh, I said, oh, and yeah, at the same time. But anyways, um, so yeah, I was like, so here I go, knowing that I got to let you go because I know what's meant for me would be right here. You know, I don't chase. I attract. What's meant for me will simply find me with grace and ease and harm to none. And because you're gone, I see it clear, you know, that you're not, that you're not for me. And I was like, this isn't fair. And I wish you cared. And, I, and you don't care. Like, I really did wish he cared that I cared about him so deeply. Like, in the slightest. Maybe he did. But it didn't feel like it. It felt like, okay, yeah, whatever, girl. Like, you already knew what it was. And I'm not interested. But he made it seem like it was something more. And it was annoying. Um, and then I was like, the suspense is killing me. Wait until you see you're meant for me. And then, you know, one day he going to be living... And he was like, damn, I'm really not happy in life. Why am I not happy? I remember a time when I actually was feeling some type of way about a girl that I liked. And this was the girl. And she's gone. 
And that is a part one of Miss Thunderbird Lala, Life of Lala, explaining her amazing, amazing songs on SoundCloud. Like I said, go and stream them on SoundCloud. Sign up for me, please. Go stream them. Tell me, give, give some feedback. If you don't want to just sign up for, uh, if you don't want to sign up for it, that's fine. Go ahead and go to my Instagram, which is Thunderbird Lala. T-H-U-N-D-E-R-B-I-R-D-L-A-L-A. And definitely um, click the link in my bio and you'll see plenty of links for my songs. And part two will be coming very much soon to explain the newest and recent tracks on my, um, that's going to be on my EP. So yeah, tune in, tap in. Thank you for listening. I love you. Have a blessed day of heaven on earth for you and everyone you come in contact with.